Hello, 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 Bliss Life family. Happy, happy, happy new year. It is time for a Bliss Life interlude where we're going to have a podcast tonight, the very first one of 2019. All this year, I'm going to continue to be teaching in the dynamic of wholeness in our soul realm. Why our soul realm, Minister Laura? Because your soul is the makeup of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And when God called me the ministry with third John, it says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health as thy soul prosper. God began to take me on a journey to understanding what that scripture meant to me and to the body of Christ. And when I went back to school to get my master's degree in Christian counseling, I then began to study the theoretical practices and the applications of behavioral health. And that's when I understood that there was a divine connection between our soul realm wholeness and how we apply or integrate the word effectively in our lives. It is with that basis that Bliss Life was built. It was birthed in my life as I struggled with various things throughout the course of my life. And as God gave me the victory, he began to show me that my wholeness was going to be a critical part of that process. So this year, we're going to be focusing on wholeness, spirit, soul, and body, inside out. How do we get wholeness over depression? How do we get wholeness over oppression? How do we get wholeness over grief? How do we get wholeness over understanding our identity? How do we rightly divide the word and apply it to our lives for victory repeatedly? Time over time, matter over matter. Critical place over critical place. We should be able to apply the word tangibly in any instance in our lives and obtain the victory that the word designed us to have. That's our focus. That's what we're going to be talking about. So, hey, let's get to it. God has been talking to me about identity, knowing who we are, knowing whose we are, knowing that our individuality is our edge knowing that the very fibers of our being the fabric of our personality the in in ingenuity that he designed us with so intricately independent of each other that the devil works overtime from the time we're small children to cause us to conform to cause us to become and to cause us to transform our own personalities, our own individuality to be accepted and to be liked. It often starts in our household, whether we have siblings or whether you grew up in a household where you were an only child. We learn very early how to adapt ourselves to be accepted. We learn very early that there are certain Things about us, certain idiosyncrasies, certain things about our personality that are innately ours, but some people don't like. And so we begin early with the morphing process and the lack of acknowledgement for our individuality. So very early on, we start the process of losing our individuality. We start to lose who God actually designed us to be. We start to shrink to try to make ourselves fit in. I don't know anybody else's testimony. Can I tell y'all mine? 
I've always had a personality that was bigger than life. I always had the capacity to draw people in very easy. They were usually drawn by my looks, maybe the way I dressed, whatever the case was. But I was always the life of the party. I could always attract the whole room. I could always capture everyone's attention. But you know, as I began to grow up, and get to into pre-adolescence and things of that nature, I began to adapt my personality because at home they said I was too dramatic. And everywhere else they said I was dramatic. Because I was attractive, they said I was fast. You know, every certain situation in my life, I began to grow into certain labels that people were actually taking the very power of my individuality and putting labels on it to cause them to be negative. It wasn't long before I began to believe that my personality wasn't right. I was too loud. I was too outspoken. I was too much. I was too dramatic. I was too, I had too much flair. I, I began to not understand who I was. See, Christ made us innately different. He intricately gave each of us different idiosyncrasies, different possibilities, different personality traits, different temperaments that would help us be the person he designed. And they were designed for us to have strength in any situation when we understood, accepted, and trusted who he designed us to be. See, the key to our lives is trusting that God knew well enough about you and knew well enough about the life he designed you to live and knew well about well enough about the book of your life that he could easily transition your personality, your temperament, your idiosyncrasies and make them be strengths in any environment. It's unfortunate that the world starts to tell us you're not, you're too fat, you're too short, you're too tall, you're too thick, you're too skinny, your hair's too long, your hair's too nappy, your hair's too short, your eyes too big, your lips too big, your nose too wide. It starts to tell us very early on, and that's the design of the enemy to get us to not have confidence in ourselves. See, because confidence is going to lead us into the strength of God's word. See, you can't say you love God and you don't even love who he made. I'm talking about you. You don't even love who he made, but yet you love him. You don't even love how intricately he designed you, but you love him. See, it's a misnomer for us to believe in our own selves that We could actually have a firm grip on an understanding on our love of God and how good he is toward us when we constantly pick ourselves apart and we constantly look for things and ways to change and adapt ourselves to be like other people, to be more liked, to be more acceptable. Listen, we have to come into a full knowledge of ourselves if we're going to walk in wholeness in 2019. We have to come into a knowledge of ourselves. We have to come into a knowledge of our personhood. We have to come into a knowledge of our strength, of our flexibility, of how good we are, how upright we are, and how we're perfect in everything that we are. 
God designed you with your personality. He designed you with your temperament. He designed you with all of those individualized traits so that you could be the individual that he designed you to be. He never wanted us to look like anyone else. He never wanted us to sound like anyone else. He never wanted us to be anyone else but us. And yet much of our lives is spent emulating other people, shrinking the very essence of who we are to adapt to different environments. That was never God's design for our life. His design was for us to be firm, was for us to know who we were. Who are you? Who are you? Do you know who you are? Or have you so adapted yourself that you no longer even recognize the person that God designed you to be? God designed us individually. He designed us specially. He's numbered the very hairs on our head. And yet we adapt ourselves or cover ourselves to become something that we're not. You know, I'm a woman. Hey, I love the hair weaves. I love the hair braids. I love all of the fancy makeup. I love all of that stuff. I love doing anything that's going to make you feel better about being you. But it's one thing to feel better about being you and another thing to be masking yourself because you don't quite love who you are. You remember when the color contact lenses came out? Like I remember trying that whole thing, but I never understood when people got to a point where they could not wear their color contacts. Like it's one thing to say, oh, tonight I just want some blue eyes. I just want to have some fun. But it's a whole nother thing when we never see you without those blue eyes. See, it's one thing to put on your hair weave or, you know, get your wig made or get your braids put in for vacation. And, you know, you're doing something special. But it's a whole nother piece when we never see your real hair. God never designed us to be cheap copies of each other, cheap copies of different images. He wanted us to walk fulfilled in our full potential. And do you know your full potential is locked in you knowing who your true identity is. Your true potential is locked in you having a firm understanding and love for who you are. Your, your, your full potential is locked in you coming to the knowledge of who you are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and being okay with yourself as you are. God wants to lead us and guide us into all levels of truth. I'm going to stop there for, for, for this week. But for the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about identity. Do you know who you are? I'm going to pray. Father, give, an, give us a firm revelation of who we are, Father. Open up the eyes of our understanding that we might receive the revelation of who you have designed us to be, our actual identity inside of you, understanding how you made us, who you made us to be, and that we never had to change or transition to be accepted. We just had to work harder to find the right 
audiences that you had already designed to accept us as we were. Father, I thank you that those listening to this podcast start to look inside and see the person you designed them to be, their temperament, their idiosyncrasies, their innate abilities, strengths, and weaknesses, and understand that as they come into the full knowledge of who they are, they come into the full potential of what you designed them to be. I give your name the praise, I give your name the honor, and I give your name the glory. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you. Bliss Life family, I will see you guys next Thursday night at 7 p.m. where we are going to continue working through the process of coming into our real identity. I am Minister Laura Booker and this is The Bliss Life where we're building our lives internally, soul, and then spirit. I'll talk to you guys next Thursday.